0: Welcome back to another episode of Meredith with a why I am your host Meredith Willett. and today we are doing a solo episode of things that I am unlearning and I think that you're going to love this episode because I believe it speaks to so so many of us and if not us, maybe someone we know or our children or someone else that would benefit from this kind of information so stick around. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Okay, so here we go. In the last year or so, I have become so informed about so many, wow, just different ways that I have been programmed. And we talked a little bit about programming in episode 55, how we really want to speak into existence, the things that we want for our life, the direction that we want to go in and really reprogram the the mind, the computer that is our mind. And so I really started looking at how my body reacts, how my emotional response is towards certain things. And one of the things that I realized that was really a pressure point for me was confrontation. And so within the last year, I've really started to study this, pay attention to where it it began. I mean, this behavior pattern started somewhere. I wasn't born afraid of confrontation. And so The one thing that I want to start with today is that the behaviors that you are experiencing, that you are taking part in, they were born somewhere by some, you know, societal or family or whatever exchange, shall we exchange? And so if it was done, then that means that we can undo it if we shed some light on it Work through it and get to the other side and change the behavior pattern because that's all that it is. And so, when I was growing up, and you know, anything I talk about on here is not to disparage anyone, it's not to say I had a horrible childhood by any stretch of the imagination, but we are programmed, you know, by our parents and it is what it is. So, let's just say that. So, as a kid, I learned that confronting situations confronting have a difference in, of opinion didn't really work out for me that well it either went nowhere or it went badly and so at a very young age i learned to either be quiet and suck it up buttercup or to know that there would be you know a punishment or it just it, it just it wasn't going to go well so take that for what it is and so throughout the years throughout my teen years i tended to not speak up i tended to it didn't matter if it was friends or a teacher or whatever and i'm going to i'm going to go left for a minute here because you know i think that The inability to speak up, that mother and father know best, that you respect your elders, the teachers always write, these types of concepts. And I I talked about this in the conscious parenting. We talked about this in that episode in Abuse on how we really need to empower our children to be able to speak up for themselves, to be able to say no to parents and friends and family, to be able to have their own opinion, to be able... To get themselves out of a unsafe situation or environment and not be afraid or not know how to, not know how to confront, not know how to stand up for themselves because they don't do it on a regular basis for fear of a consequence. And so, as I'm looking at all of this, as I'm looking at the fact that in my 20s, 30s, 40s, the idea of confronting a friend or, you know, somebody out in society, a business situation was absolutely, it wasn't even terrifying. It just didn't happen. It just wasn't going to happen. I was going to ignore it. I was going to keep it to myself. I was going to grin and bear it, whatever it was. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Energy. And when you do that it is actually a form of gaslighting yourself. You are telling yourself that what you are experiencing the wrong the situation, the problem that what you're experiencing is either invalid, not worth it, you're not worth it. It's not a because you have to rationalize yourself Out of being upset or angry because you can't take it anywhere outside of your own mind. And so when you don't take it outside of your own mind, how do you live with that by saying it's not that big of a deal? And in all actuality, it might be a huge deal. And so we need to let our kids know that you can confront me. We need to teach our sibling. You can confront me. It's not the worst thing that's ever going to happen today is that I tell you, I don't like what you're doing. This isn't making me feel comfortable. You're being rude to me and being okay with someone speaking up for themselves. Would I love if my kids just kind of, I don't know, did everything I told them to do? Of course, because we're wacko humans that (laughs) want to have it easy. Why wouldn't we, right? But I also want my kids to feel comfortable bringing something to me and not being afraid that I'm going to either stifle them or shut them down or punish them or make whatever is going on that much worse. Okay. And I have to tell you, This confrontation situation that I'm talking about right now, this fear of confrontation, this inability to confront has affected every facet of my life. And if you're out there listening to this and you are afraid of confrontation or you just don't do it, go back, go back to where you learned your opinion, your voice, your problem, wasn't going to be listened to. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't okay. And I'm telling you, wait wait till you hear the rest of this episode, because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, it infects every part of your life. And so today, January here, you should be listening to this actually now in February, the month of love. Maybe we can turn it around. Maybe we can turn this Titanic around. Because I know that this fear of confrontation, that this ability or, 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 or knowing that you're allowed to take up negative space in someone else's life, you are allowed to have a problem, people. You're allowed to take issue with things. You're allowed to get angry and frustrated and upset. You're allowed to tell someone no more. Stop doing that. And at 49 years old, I am finally not just giving myself permission to do this, but I'm finding that it's imperative that I do this. And so I'm going to give you a, a recent story. So I needed a bookkeeper. And so I went on next door and asked a couple questions, found a couple names you know, reached out, made an appointment with, brought all my stuff with me for 2021, sat down with the person. They gave me a quote, you know, for bookkeeping, bookkeeping people, bookkeeping. There is a, you know, there's a a idea that goes behind what bookkeeping is going to be, right? And so he calls me, you know, like maybe a month later to get some more information from me, some more statements from my bank. You know, everything's digital these days. It's not like I'm paying cash for anything here. It's not like I, I don't even think I've ever written a check, you know. So I mean it's this is all digital based. And so he had quoted me twelve hundred dollars a year. I have very limited line items. There is not a lot of expenses or individual incomes. It's all like dumped, like once a week. So twelve hundred dollars. He says, Well, I am actually gonna charge you eighteen hundred dollars for 2021, and it's going to be $3,400 for 2022. Now, when I tell you that this guy ruined the next three hours of my day, I was livid. And then on top of that, he was one of those like kind of smug people that like, he's like, yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of you. You're really difficult to get a hold of. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, because I talk on the phone to people all day. So yep, can't can't answer the phone. Uh, Told you to email me. That's the best way to get a hold of me or text. So he's smug. He's like, you know, giggling at me, which there's nothing that you can do to make me more irritated than laugh at me as if you're like, coming at me from a a jerk place. So I duded around in my mind, irritated, frustrated, didn't know what to do. The toothpaste is out the tube. He's got all of my stuff. You know, he started stuff. And I was going to have to, in some way, shape or form, either go with it and be bullied into this lie. You know, the original quote, Because, by the way, he said it was for my expenses and income. And I'm like, what other kind of bookkeeping is there? I just, by definition, bookkeeping is income and expenses. Unless you guys know something that I don't. So I sat in my chair and I penned a beautiful email and hit send and said, you had quoted me a price. I know I wrote it down. I actually called my mom afterwards and told her the price and how excited I was that I was going to be able to afford it. And you've changed the price. And this just doesn't make sense for me to move forward with this, with this business arrangement. I didn't let it sit there for a week. I didn't let him continue to do work. I didn't let it continue to ruin every day. Which it would have, because stuff like that makes me oh, echo. And I just sent the email. I'm like, no, like I felt it in the pit of my stomach that it was the wrong direction to go in. And so often I ignore that in the past. I've ignored the feeling I get when I know that I'm headed in the wrong direction, but I don't. Here it goes, guys. I don't want to upset anyone else. So I would rather me be upset. And let me tell you what, this is subconscious, people. This is not forward thinking. This is just, well, it's fine. I guess, you know, let's see. Hopefully I'm making more money next year, and $3,500 for a bookkeeper is a normal price. And I would take the bullet. I would take the the, bon- the what is it? The butt, the brunt, the brunt of this consternation instead of just handling it. Just handle it. Just say, dude, it's not working out. So I sent my email. He responds, you know, I'm sorry we can't work together. So now it's time to go get my stuff. Now it's time. I have to go pick up all of my things. And when I tell you that this is like the worst case scenario you could put me in, please, you have no idea. So I start thinking I could respond to him and tell him that my husband is going to pick it up. And then I could just like pull up, let Jim jump out, have him get it, get back in the car, whatever. And I said, nope, Meredith, you got to do this. You've got to go in there and get your own things and be a grown-ass woman because you are never going to move forward in your business and what you are trying to do if you can't confront a bookkeeper that lied. And it's not even a thing. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't even care. It's probably not even on his radar. And so the only person that's acting like a wacko and telling myself this crazy story that, you know, whatever, is me. And so I told myself, self, if you want to move forward and you want to be a big girl and you want to, you know, do great things, you're going to have to learn to have hard conversations and act like an adult. So we were on our way to the grocery store and I said to my husband, can you go over there and pull up? Yada. I went in, I saw him. I'm like, hi. I'm here to pick up my things. I didn't make it a negative. It wasn't a negative. It was a business decision. I got my stuff and I came home and I downloaded QuickBooks and I pretty much did my entire 2021 bookkeeping in about two hours, not $1,800 so much, but it wasn't about the bookkeeping. It was about me making myself stand up for myself and have the confrontation and learning that I'm not going to die. I'm not going to melt. I'm not going to turn into a bowl of jelly. My teeth and hair aren't going to fall out, I don't think, from confrontation. I am rewriting the program that has lived inside of me for 49 years. That I'm not allowed to take up negative space. I'm not allowed to have a difference of opinion. And let me tell you what when people, when you live inside of this space of being afraid of confrontation, When I tell you that people can spot this shit from a mile away, oh, please, this is that whole victim thing. This is the victim. And this is what I want, these solo episodes that I do. I mean, all the episodes are just ridiculous. I mean, I am so proud of what I've done in this past year. I can't even begin to talk to you about how excited I am over the the content that I put out. It's, it's been so exciting. But when I tell you these solo episodes, I want you people to use this stuff to change your life because it has worked for me and it has worked for countless others. It's free. Unless, of course, you want to donate to my Patreon account, which I think it should be set up and in the show notes. So there's that. But don't feel obligated by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, and by the way, if anyone out there owns a business or knows a business that would like to have commercials in my podcast or sponsor a series or an episode, please have them contact me. That was my commercial. How did I do? Just kidding. And so the thing of it is, is this moves forward. This standing up for self, if maybe for the first time also goes into the idea that you are allowed to have an opinion, even if it's not anyone else's, if it's not your families, if it's not societies, if it's not your friends, if it's not your coworkers. I'll tell you people, the people, the humans that are changing the world are the ones who are fearless and are doing what they know they are called to do, that have the difference of an opinion. I'll go back to it a thousand times. So if you're listening to this podcast, know that you're going to hear about the Lady Gaga meat suit four billion times. Because I promise you 700 people told her not to wear that. And she said, don't care. Don't care. Do you know how many people probably told Beyonce, "Uh, that outfit is not flattering to your figure? Now, I think it is. However, there's other differences of opinions, I'm sure. We want everyone to blend. We want everyone to be like everybody else. We want everybody to just all blend into each other and be exactly alike. But the people that aren't afraid to stand up and stand out and do it their way, because I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about the stuff that I put out. I don't ask anyone, anyone's opinion. I don't. I don't want to know about it. I got my blinders on people because I don't want anyone to get in my head. People are in my head my whole life and I accomplished nothing. I was afraid to do anything and step outside the norms of society. What a waste of time and life. What a waste. Dress like this and wear your hair like that and wear your makeup like that and do this and do that and wear this. And every single time a new trend comes, you got to follow it. Never Do it like everyone else. Don't stand out. Fit in was the message. Lady Gaga and Beyonce, they said, oh, nope not going to do it, wouldn't be prudent, right? Because somewhere down the line, somehow, or maybe they were just, you know, born that way. (laughs) They said, I'm not listening to anyone. I'm doing it my way. I know what works for me. I know what's right. And people don't like that. People like people to be small and like them and not challenge the system. I'm sitting here right now in my closet doing a podcast and I haven't even taken a shower today and this is going up on YouTube and I'm sitting in my closet and I didn't even bother to put any type of screen behind me because I don't have the energy today. Because my most important thing is to get this out there. I don't care. Go watch it on YouTube. You can see my whole closet behind me and no makeup. I don't care. And I want you to not care either, because when you stop caring about being like everyone else, the reason that you were born to this planet actually finally shows up. And I'm so pissed at myself that it's taken me 49 years to stop listening to anyone about what I should be doing. I gave so many shits about, oh, what are the people I went to high school going to think? What are the people that I worked with at this one job going to think? What are the guys that I dated going to think? What if, what if they see me without makeup and acting like a crazy person and, you know, talking about God and, you know, anger and all that? Yeah. What if they do? Maybe they might be inspired. I talk about this with a client all the time. We we always have this one conversation, you know, ebbs and flows throughout the year, which is instead of being so worried about being judged, how about you think that you might be inspiring someone? Holy shit. That's life changing, people. That's Steve Jobs shit. You think that Oprah, what was she, 40 something when she became Oprah? What if she would have listened What if Howard Stern would have listened to his father? You cannot get where you want to go listening to anyone about anything for any reason. They want you to stay small. They want to shut down your opinions. They want you to fear confrontation. Do you see, guys? Do you see? Do you see the pattern? It doesn't matter if it's school or your family or church or friends or society. And then, and then you see someone doing their own thing. Back in the day, it was Lisa Bonet, right? Lenny Kravitz. That was in the 80s. They were doing their own thing. They were edgy. Now you see these kids. They've got the nose rings, 700 earrings, blue hair. And you hear people, I don't know what they think with that hair. Who gives a shit? they're expressing themselves. Why is that pushing a button inside of you? Why is that bothering you? It's a meat suit, guys. Put your meat suit on. Figure out what makes you tick. Figure out what's in there that you're keeping small because you've been programmed to fear who you actually are. And let me tell you, You can't figure out who you are until you start accepting your own opinions and standing up for them. And hey, guess what? Knowing what your opinions are. Let's just start there. And you know what happens to you when you gaslight yourself, when you tell yourself it's not that big of a deal, when you ignore yourself and what you want in life? It takes you longer to figure out who you are because you've absorbed everyone else's things and emotions and personalities and style. You have absorbed all of those things. And so now you don't even know who you are anymore. You don't have any opinions. You don't speak up for yourself. You look like everyone else. You talk like everyone else. You do a job like everyone else. You raise your kids like everyone else. I mean, we can all blame breast cancer for this conversation because I remember the day that I went to the salon to get my hair cut like in that mohawk. And I remember being so scared, but at the same time, knowing that I wanted to do it. And when it took place, when the haircut took place, and I know it's just hair, but believe me, you walk around with it all day. And people perceive you one way or another when they see your hair. And I knew that when I cut the, my hair, that I was going against everything. I was going against societal norms. I was going against what my family would want, what my husband would want. For shit's sake, my 10-year-old cried when I walked in the House and asked why I couldn't just be a normal mom. (laughs) That ship sailed a long time ago, Brocky. But I knew that I was taking on more than just a haircut. I knew that I was taking on my eight year old self. I knew that I was making her proud. I knew that I was making my 80 year old self proud as well. Because after I got that haircut, there was no going back to being small ever again. Because day in and day out, I had to show up as me, wholly, completely, unapologetically. I couldn't escape it. it wasn't an outfit I could just choose to not wear, or a lipstick I could just decide wasn't for today. And so if I could impress upon you all to just start paying attention to the fears that live inside of you and focus, where did this come from? Why did I learn this? How can I go and, and change it? How can I challenge it? And every time you challenge your fear of confrontation, that you're allowed to take up negative space, that you're allowed to have an opinion or dress differently or do different things, and you live through it, you're changing the program. You're changing the program. When there's not someone there to tell you that your opinion is wrong or go in your room or now you're grounded or whatever else we were taught by boyfriends or girlfriends or friends or whatever. When we change the program and do the action with a different outcome, we are changing the program that is our mind. When we change the program that is our mind, our body response changes also because these fears live in your whole body. These patterns live in your whole body. One of my favorite things to do with clients is the emotional release. And it's basically they've they've learned that trauma lives in your entire physical body. It is not something that is just in your mind. You cannot be uh, really t- talked out of trauma, uh, PTSD, CPTSD, et cetera. And so because of the fact that trauma you might think about it in your mind, but the actual trauma itself, it manifests in your physical body. And with the emotional release, what I'm doing is I'm actually energetically removing those traumas by way of, it's kind of like acupuncture, but it's like acupuncture mixed with Reiki. I'm sure I've talked about it on here before. It's my favorite. Um, and we can see actually where that trauma is specifically coming from. Mom, dad, what age, et cetera. It's very, very cool. And you know another thing that I've learned about with trauma and how it lives in the body is EDMR. Another um, we had we had talked about it on another episode here. I don't remember which one it was, but it was in the abuse ser- series. Oh, it was Desiree Clay. This episode about abuse. I think she was talking about it either during the episode or before, I forget. Um, but she used used EDMR and I've talked to a few other people that have as well. And basically it's a way to change the physical, emotional response in your body for trauma. So those are some things to look into outside of you know the reprogramming by way of changing the program, by way of doing the deed, if you're capable of it because you know some people some people weren't just told they're not allowed to have confrontation some people were physically abused because of it or worse and so i am mindful to the fact that if this is inherently physically traumatizing to to confront or have an opinion or take up negative space or do your own thing you know there is therapy that will help you to work through these things but at least we're having the conversation today to make you aware that, no, you're not going to die if you confront somebody or have an opinion and been there, done that, and there's a way out. This isn't just who you are. Next week, I'm gonna be talking more on types of ideas such as being responsible for other people's happiness and also the the need to make everything better, the need to read a room. That's all gonna be on here next week. So I'm super excited about um, what I'm gonna be talking about there. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, that's Meredith with a Y on YouTube. I have most of the episodes uploaded there. If you'd like to see me without makeup sitting in my closet. Also, um, if you're not yet on the Fireside app, that's Fireside app. It literally looks like a white log with fire coming out of it. Or as I like to tell people, a cigarette that was lit in the middle. That's what the app looks like. It's a lot. I do a show there. I'm doing a show there with my daughter Skylar. She is the producer of the show. She is helping me to bring 20 something perspective to the show. So download the Fireside app. I am there live every Monday at seven, eight. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It is a live show. You can get on stage with me. It is the coolest app I have ever worked with. I've been invited to do a lot of apps, um, but Fireside is cool. Then you just go over and follow me at Meredith Willits, and then I will invite you to my shows, or you can just show up. And they're also saved on a replay. And you can also find them on my YouTube channel live. They are streaming live to YouTube from that app, which is so cool. So lots and lots going on in my life since we last spoke. I got so much great feedback from the Strong Boss Bitches podcast series. I thought we did a great job. And Monica and I are um, talking right now about moving forward with a co-hosted podcast with the two of us. So stay tuned for that. I will be talking about that when that's up and ready to go. Um, but I hope to see you guys on Fireside. Bring your questions to that show. And I will see you here back same time, same sandbox on the podcast. Meredith with why. Thank you guys so much. I hope whatever I brought to you today helped and many blessings. And I'll see you here next week. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.